0: Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breeti podcast. My name is Breeti Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business, and on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode, so let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, everyone. Happy, happy Tuesday. Hold on. I'm just... Gathering myself here getting my iPad together. Happy Tuesday. I hope you are having an amazing day. It is the last day of May, right? It's 31st. Uh, And that feels so crazy to me. I mean, I think I feel this way at the beginning and end of every week and the beginning of end of every new month and the beginning of end and every of every new year. It's very much like, whoa, how are we here? so fast already, right? Like 2022 just started, we're already at the end of May. Oh my freaking God, it's insane. So uh, I hope you're having a great Tuesday and I hope that your May has been amazing and you're having a great end to May, right? I wanted to hop on and chat with you today about this idea that the concept of if you build it, they will come is a little bit flawed And I think that buying into this concept can really hurt your business. And so that's what I wanna talk to you about today. But before we do that, as always, if you're new here or even if you are not, hello, my name is Breeti. I'm a business strategist and success coach, and I help people start, grow, and scale online businesses that they love, businesses that are profitable, businesses that feel authentic to them, businesses that are ethical, all of those things, right? I think that you can build a business and that it can serve you and your life and your lifestyle really, really powerfully and it can also serve people and your clients and your customers and society at large, right? I think we can do businesses that do both. So that is what I do. That's what I help my clients do. I would love to learn more about you, as always. So if you are watching this on Facebook, go ahead and drop a comment down below and say hi if you're watching live or the replay. It doesn't matter. If you're listening to this on the podcast, hello and thanks for listening. I would love it if you'd share the podcast with people on social media or in your own personal circles. I love it when more people tune in to listen. So go ahead and do one of those things and let's talk about this myth that if you build it, they will come. So if you're not familiar with this phrase, which I feel like most of us are because it's become very, a very pop culture thing, it comes from a movie, and and I should have looked this up before I went live, but I want to say it's a Tom Cruise movie. I feel like it's Field of Dreams. Um, That sounds right. If Somebody correct me. I think that this phrase comes from Field of Dreams, the movie, and I believe Tom Cruise is in it. And I have actually never seen the movie, but I think that it's, referring to him building, uh, you know, building a baseball field, I think. And that's his kind of motto of like, if he hears, if you build it, they will come. So he builds this like big field and and then the players start coming and he starts forming a team and like all this kind of stuff. So again, somebody correct me if you know the actual pop culture reference, uh, but I'm pretty positive that's where it comes from. So this phrase means, right, from the movie, it literally means if you build the thing that you want, if you build the field, the baseball field, they will come. The players will come to the field. They will come to seek out what you have built for them. They will come to enjoy it and use it and all that kind of stuff, right? And I think that sometimes we translate this sentiment into business and we have this idea that, well, if I build it, they will come. What that means is if I have a really good product, if I have a product, if I have something to sell, there will be people who come to buy it. If I have a really good product or service, there will be people who come to buy it, right? And there's a little bit of truth to this statement, but there's also a little bit of a flaw here in this thinking. So the truth is that for sure, if you have a very good product or service, if you have something that people need that's a necessity, of course they're going to be seeking it out, right? People are looking to solve their problems. That's why they buy from businesses in the first place. They are looking to solve some problem that they are having. So, of course, some people are going to go off and seek solutions to those problems, right? However, not everybody does this. First of all, buyers are completely different. Sometimes I think we especially in the online space, we tell ourselves that all of our buyers are the same or the same type of person. And that's not actually the case. All of our buyers are different people. All of our buyers are in different stages of their journey and they might be looking to solve different problems. Right? So that's the first thing that we have to understand is it's not necessarily true that just because I have a good product or service, people are gonna come and find it. Because first of all, everybody is different. So some people might be seeking out solutions actively. Some people might not even know that they have a problem yet that I can solve, right? So you have to navigate both of those buyers, right? Both of that different type of buyer persona. So that's the first thing, that if you have a good product or service, you have to realize that not all of your buyers are going to come find you. Some of them you have to go find, right? Some of them need to even know what the problem is in the first place before they can think about solutions. So that's the first kind of flaw in this line of thinking. And then again, it's amazing when you have a wonderful product or a service. And I think that referral marketing is a really, really big thing that we don't focus enough time on in the online space because We're always focusing on new leads and new audiences and growth and that kind of thing which is necessary, but there's a lot of money in referrals, right? And there's a lot of stability in referrals and having a build a business that is built off of a referral model. Because if you have a proper referral system set up in place, if you have a very good product or service, you have people referring out you out all the time and you basically never have to market. There is so much beauty to that model. And a lot of businesses 20 years ago 30 years ago used that model primarily because they weren't able to be on the internet right so I think about two examples actually that I have in real life number one is my own dad uh, he is a doctor and he has had a practice for my entire life for like 40 years longer um, and he's never marketed he's never done marketing he has never you know, put an ad in the newspaper or um, done a podcast interview or had a website. He doesn't even have a website to this day. None of that, right? Now, I know that some of you are going to be like, well, that's easy. He's a doctor. Like, duh, people need doctors. They're going to come find the doctor. Yes, that's the other thing to consider. Depending on the industry, you might have more buyers that are seeking you out, right? More buyers are in the market to seek out a medical professional, right? So that makes sense. But also, a lot of that comes from people love how he is as a doctor. One of the things that I always loved growing up is going to his office and having patients talk to me, just making conversation as his daughter, being like, oh man, I really love your dad. I really love coming here. I've had other doctors, but I stopped going to them because I love coming here over and over, right? His business has thrived basically 100% on repeat clients and referrals, right? No marketing my boyfriend's dad is another great example he is an electrician different industries right my dad is a doctor in the medical professional my boyfriend's dad is an electrician different industries both service-based and he has the same thing he's had this business now for decades and he's never marketed he's never done anything put any ads done any things right All of his marketing comes from connecting with people, talking with people, leading them down that path of like, hey, by the way, I'm an electrician, if you need shit done, right? And referrals, and a lot of their business comes from repeat clients and referrals, right? So the reason I'm giving you these two examples is because I want you to be aware there's nothing wrong with a referral-based business. I actually think that if you can get your business to that place where you are bringing in 90% or more of your customers from repeat customers or referrals you're in a position that some businesses never get to in their lifetime some businesses will never get to that place and a lot of it depends on what type of business you have it's infinitely easier for a service-based business and a boutique business to get there than it is a giant corporate product based business right but that's a great model to have having referrals is super great and super wonderful however however you can't 100% depend on this and that depends on a lot of factors. It depends on what you're doing in your business, what you're selling, who your buyers are, what your goals are for your business. So as an example, if you, when I started my business in 2017, end of 2017, 2018, I wanted to travel. I wanted to be hopping around all the time and I didn't wanna be in one location. So what that meant was I had to use marketing That allowed me to do that right I couldn't avoid social media if I was staying in one place the way that my dad has done or the way that my boyfriend's dad has done it's a lot easier for them to avoid those marketing channels right because they've been in one local area continuously nurturing that one local community right but if you want to travel in your business like I wanted to at that time it wasn't possible for me to do that because that just didn't make sense for my goals if I wanted the freedom to be able to hop around the world I needed the freedom that marketing would give me online, right? I needed to be on social media. I needed to connect with people there. So I'm saying that to you again, to remind you that there's benefits in referrals and all of that, but there's also benefits in actually going out there and marketing your services. And this is where we we get into this flawed thinking of if you build it, they will come, right? So you should have a great product or service, you absolutely should strive to have something that you're selling that your people want to come back to over and over and over. They're either buying it over and over, like their favorite shampoo, they're buying that shampoo over and over and over again, or they're referring it to all their friends, or both, they're doing both, right? That's definitely something you want to strive for in your business, I totally recommend that. But also. Sometimes I think we have this idea of, well, that's all I need. If all I do is have a really, really good product or a really, really good service, that's enough. I'm never going to have to market my business. I'm just going to have clients coming to me, right? And again, this is a flawed, flawed way of thinking because it actually depends on what your goals are. If you're telling me I want to go market or I want to go um, spend a year in Europe just like hopping around, figuring it out, But then you're like, but I don't want to be on social media at all. That's fine. We can find other ways for you to market that are not on social media, but you have to understand that social media is going to make it easier for you to do the thing that you want to do, right? So we have to look at your goals and see like what actually makes sense for what what I'm marketing and how I want to do it, right? Maybe referrals are not enough for me at this point. And then the other flaw in this thinking I think is when you are – in the stage of your business where you have already proved you already have proof of concept you've already signed clients you're making money on a consistent basis a reasonably consistent basis and your main problem is growth and scale and how to do that that's a different position to be in than when you're at the very beginning of your business and you're still trying to sign clients consistently and get consistent money right when you're in that place of growth and scale it's a little bit easier you to have that vibe of like if I build it they will come because you have established an audience for yourself right you've established a pool of buyers who yeah if you build something because they love you because they have proof that you get results for people because they've worked with you before of course they're gonna come because they want to see what you've built right but when you are at the beginning stage of your business and you don't have consistent clients yet that's not gonna happen because people don't even know who you are yet right I kind of want you to think about um, like opening a store in a mall this random example that came to me but let's say there's a mall a a store opening in the mall and somebody there's a sign that says Chanel store coming soon okay so now everybody who loves Chanel knows that that store is opening it doesn't matter what the store is gonna look like it doesn't matter what the store is selling they love Chanel they know the brand they have brand loyalty and they have brand awareness so they're gonna go to the Chanel store they're gonna go to what Chanel is building right but if there's a store there that's like unmarked and nobody knows what the hell it is some people might be like oh I'm really curious to see what is this gonna while it's being built they're gonna go look and see like what is this thing is it a food place is it a shop right but most people aren't gonna care because They're not given an indication of what is there right so you have to consider this if you're at the beginning stage of your business and you're like well i'm a really good fucking life coach that's all i need i'm just gonna be a good life coach and people are gonna flock to me no not really you gotta tell people that you're a good life coach you have to tell people why they need a life coach you have to tell people why your way of life coaching is the thing that's gonna help them solve the problem right this is where i see clients getting really fucked up because they believe so much in their ability to get results for their clients, in their ability to coach, in their ability to design copy or, or design graphics or write copy, right? They believe so much in their ability as they should and their skills as a service provider that sometimes they tell themselves this story that, well, that's all I need and that's enough and I'm never gonna have to market and I'm never gonna have to do anything. And again, sometimes that can be true, but a lot of times that's not true. What's actually true is that you have to do the legwork at the beginning of your business to establish yourself. So even going back to the examples that I gave you of my dad and his medical practice and my boyfriend's dad and his electrician business, both of them built entirely on referrals and entirely on repeat customers, a few new customers, right? Why does that work though? The reason that it works is that they both of them did the legwork in the first few years, the first decade of their business, to build connections with people to build an audience and a pool of buyers right so now it's so easy for for them to run entirely on referrals and repeat business because they have built that connection so you have to do the legwork to build that connection if you don't do that you're not going to get the referrals and the repeat buyer so no if you don't have the audience if you don't have the pool of buyers that are ready to go and ready to to buy whatever you're selling then no, they're not going to come just because you built it, right? So this is where we have to remember this. I get clients getting really down on themselves when they are not signing consistent clients yet, and then they're like, well, I have such a good service. I have such a perfect offer. I built such a beautiful sales page. Nobody's going. Nobody's going to look at it. And I'm like, okay. How many people have you talked to in the last couple weeks? Have you actually been posting content talking about your offer? Do people know what you're selling, right? And most of the time they're like, well, no, but I put up a sales page. It's on my website. Like, people should go click it and and go see it, right? And I'm always reminding people, you have to tell your audience what to do. People are so bogged down on a daily basis with things that they're thinking about. They're thinking about getting their kids to school and drinking coffee in the morning and making sure that the car gets fixed today and oh, remember to send that bill. Like, there's a lot going on in everybody's mind on a given day, right, in any, any, any given moment. So you, your job, one of your jobs as a seller in your business, as somebody, as a salesperson, right, is to make it easier for your customers to buy in every single way that you can so that means if you can make it easier by having a sales page where there's a button where all they have to do is click the button and buy boom you just made their life easier they don't have to reach out to you and ask you for the link because some people aren't gonna do that some people are like I'm one of those buyers right if I can't quickly click and buy what I want and I have to ask you for the link you've already lost my sale because that's effort that I don't feel like giving right so you have to make it easier for your buyers a big part of making it easier for your buyers is telling them what to do on a regular basis every day every week kind of thing you find your rhythm consistently whatever consistency means to you you gotta tell them this is what I'm offering this is what it'll help you do this is what I want you to do now send me a DM let's talk about it book a call let's talk about it go click the link and buy let's talk about it right you have to be making it easier for your buyers to buy you have to tell them where to go right Using that example, if you build it, they will come. Right, but you gotta tell people where the field is in the first place, right? You gotta build the field, but you gotta tell people where the field is. Like, hand out directions on the side of the road kinda thing so that people end up going to your field, right? That's the piece that we miss. We get so, so, we idolize this thing that like, oh, well, I just have to have the best product or service and I'm never gonna have to market or do any of that. No, that's not true, right? that marketing is gonna look different for you than it does for everybody else like I said my dad and my boyfriend's dad both have referral based businesses their marketing has looked so different than the marketing that we talk about in the online space they don't do social media they don't have a website they don't even have a Facebook page or anything like that they don't do ads like they look very different but the principles are the same the principles are they did the legwork the first few years in their business to Reach out to people, to talk to people, to go to events and find clients, bring them back, right? And then start referring out and doing all of that. But you got to build the base first. So, and actually, I want to give you another example because the whole reason I actually started this, uh, wanted to do this live for you today is because I've been a little bit obsessed with selling Sunset. If <laughs> any of you know what that show is, I'm not usually a reality TV show fan, but sometimes man, sometimes you're just, you need to like switch off from reality and it helps, it helps me do that. So sometimes I like watching bullshit reality shows and my boyfriend and I will make fun of them because of all the drama. But anyway, I've been watching Selling Sunset recently and it's all about, um, a luxury real estate in Los Angeles in case you've never seen the show. And, um, it's been mentioned a couple times on the show, this idea that, you know they are selling very beautiful wonderful luxury houses five million dollar ten million dollar forty million dollar houses and they're gorgeous and they have gorgeous things in the inside those houses are not gonna sell themselves right if you're a real estate agent or if you've ever worked with a real estate agent you've probably heard them say or you might know yourself beautiful houses don't sell themselves people think that they will but it's not enough You have to show people what this beautiful house is capable of, right? Stage it beautifully, show them. This is what it could look like if you live here. Show them the view and tell them, you know, when you have a barbecue, you have a family barbecue and you're out here and you're looking at this view and you're grilling burgers with your friends and your family, it's gonna feel like home, right? You have to paint that picture for them. It's not just enough to have a beautiful home. You have to show them what the home is going to do for them right so keep that in mind when you are moving about your day and your week today in your business it's not enough to just have a beautiful house it's not enough to just have a good product or a good service that's a very important piece of the puzzle if you want to be in integrity and if you want to stay in business you have to have a good product or service right however you also have to do the legwork to actually market your business and sell and connect with people and get your your beautiful house whatever it is in front of people right now that's gonna change as your business changes maybe you do a lot of marketing at the beginning of your business and you don't have to do as much in the at the end or not the end but you know the later years in your business it's gonna look different as you change and evolve and it's gonna look different for everybody's business but ultimately that's the thought that I want to leave you with today you can't just expect you to put something out there and people are gonna come by Sometimes you have to do the work to make it easier for them to buy. You have to do the work to entice them to come to you, right? So keep that in mind. Uh, I think that's everything I had to say to you in today's live. I will hop on again tomorrow and chat with you more. I hope you have an amazing rest of your Tuesday, and I will—I popped in the link in the comments. If you are an online business owner, and you are either in a position where number one, you're not signing any clients at all, you're straight up not getting sales, or you're not getting consistent sales, or number two, you are signing clients, and you are making money consistently in your business, but now you wanna grow, and you're not sure how, if either one of those two situations sounds like you, and you want help figuring out how to move forward, and you want help figuring out what's the thing in your business to focus on that's going to help you bring in more clients and cash, then click the link in the comments below or go to my website, www.breethetheserene.co, and book a free call with me. Also side note, do you see what I just did? I just told you what to do, right? That's what you got to do in your business. It can be as easy as that, but just tell people, go book the call, go do the thing, right? So. That's my little spiel. I hope you have a great day. I'll chat with you soon. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Breezy podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they wanna tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients, and you're ready to take your business to to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one as coach and client. So in order to see how we vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, co and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me, where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have, and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that. And I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode and I can't wait to see you in the next one.